This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Thursday morning show. It is great to have you along. We've got a lot uh, coming up on the show today. We've got a true crime report in about an hour. And that true crime report is also going to contain a Florida man game, which uh, everybody can play along with. We got that. We got uh, three random facts a little bit later. We're going to share what everybody's working on in their own departments coming up here in just a few minutes. I've also got today and sound clips on the way. As we are getting ready for a holiday weekend, a three-day weekend for many. And what are we doing uh, Monday? What's the plan on Monday? Uh, I believe I'm Best working. Of. Okay, yeah. so like... You're not there. Highlighted. Okay, that's what I was really asking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. But best of highlights uh, for Monday. Anybody got any plans? They say a lot of people are traveling. I do. Are any of you guys traveling? Nah. No. What are you going to do with your extra day? Spend time with my family. Oh. Lisa? Um... I uh, actually have a new pug that I'm going to be taking care of. Are so, you fostering a pug, or are you going to keep this one? Possibly keeping. So uh, it's time to replace the old one, right? No. Well, uh, trying to make him a little more active. He's a. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but my dog's kind of lazy. So, um, yeah, no. I'm hoping that maybe getting another pug will, you know, make him a little bit more ex- spry. Yeah. Is this one a puppy? She's two. She's and how old her, is Chubby? He is nine, maybe ten. Good luck. <laughs> when I got the two uh, the two dogs that I have now was, and I was getting them because because Ivan was. Uh, you remember Ivan, right? No, oh, yeah. The Ivan, Ottoman, yeah. Yeah, Ivan was getting old, and I thought, you know what? He needs a couple of puppies. The very first day, if. If a dog could talk, just based on the way he looked at me... He's like, I'm moving out. He'd have been like, what are you doing to me, dude? That's what he, <laughs> he just looked up at me, because the puppies were trying to yeah. get him to play and stuff, and he just looked up like at nipping me. nipping at his like, ears and stuff? He's all, I will kill you. Yeah, it's the exact same thing that has happened with Chewy. We got the puppy last year that we found, and I'm thinking, oh, this will be somebody to play with. And no. Like, he's trying to sleep, and she's over, like, in his face, nipping at his ears... Just Let me tell you, obnoxious. It, it had I constantly him yelling, like, dude, leave him alone. Like, he's an old man. He doesn't want to be messed with. It had the opposite effect because, I mean, Ivan was getting older and he kind of waddled when he walked and he, he wasn't as spry. But once those puppies came in the picture, you could, I mean, he just went downhill fast. He, well, did, he did not appreciate it one bit. I mean, she's two, so she's not puppy puppy. Yeah. She's a little bit yeah, older. Okay. But yeah, so, um, but she's in our rescue. We actually got her from. Uh, Laws and Paws. The group that we had come in, your friend is the... Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So she... My friend Edie. Yeah. Is, with the, is a police officer with Laws and Paws. Yeah. Maybe we, should have, we should maybe have Edie come back. <laughs> Talk to us about Gypsy. Her name is Gypsy. Uh-huh. She's a Gypsy. 
So, uh, yeah, so, but no, I was I was actually just telling Joanne, I was like, I might talk to our boss, Kevin, and take tomorrow just because she is a puppy so that I can, like, puppy-proof my house. Oh, yeah. Because right now I have, like, I'm halfway through a wreath on the floor. I have a new umbrella for my outdoor patio that's still halfway put together in my living room. Well, just, I mean, to follow protocol, you should run it through me first. You <laughs> oh. know, just say, can I take tomorrow off? I was going to ask, you but. You may not. <laughs> all right let's all right, uh, maybe i'll just take a whole week because remember i still have three weeks of vacation left oh yeah you probably should start t- <laughs> exactly. you should probably start taking some of that vacation that's time. why i was gonna say i'm like oh, i'll just take an extra day on friday because yeah i need to i'm picking her up at like noon tomorrow so i'm like i have like a little more than 24 hours to puppy proof an entire house that is not puppy proof because tubby doesn't do anything and like there's certain areas in my house like for instance the basement there's big holes like in my the staircase so she could just jump there's big holes in your staircase like um it's no it has like the i can't think there are gaps between the steps is that what you're saying no yeah but like the gate around the staircase like the the railing thank you the railing i couldn't think of it but the railing yeah she can just jump and like and that it's it sounds like I was babysitting my friend's dog a couple weeks ago and she was blind and she totally fell. And so I'm like, oh gosh, a puppy's gonna like actively jump for her life. Freedom! Yeah, exactly. And then just roll down the stairs to my basement. So yeah, I definitely need to puppy proof my house. So I may have to do that tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go around everybody share what you're working on today. I think there's some interesting stories from Hollywood news and entertainment. So, Joanna, why don't you lead off? Tell us what's coming up on your entertainment report later. Well, the source says that Chadwick Boseman was convinced that right up until a week before his death that he would beat his cancer and that he would regain enough weight to be able to film Black Panther 2. Wow. I'm also reading, and I don't know how much I believe this, but that Chadwick Boseman kept this secret even from... That's straight from his agent. Marvel Studios. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like, he didn't tell him I'm sick. He didn't tell anybody when he was working on Defy Bloods, Mm -hmm. the Spike Lee movie, that he was sick. So, also, The Rock and his family, the Rockettes, all have uh, (laughs) COVID-19. Rockettes. (laughs) Um, Nice. And he says it's, he wants to let everybody know, guys, it... It's serious. It's, it's, all, it's not a laughing matter. All, things just got real, y'all. Yeah. But you know what the kind of thing he says? Hey, hey, jabroni. hey. What does he say? <laughs> hey, hey, jabroni. Hey. Oh, that was a clip. I thought I thought Joanna was interrupting no. the clip. Buzz no. is like, I threw my voice. <laughs> no, not all clips are you, buddy. Well, that's a no, I thought it was a clip of The Rock. What the hell is going on here? I got a whole mess of clips today, buddy. Good deal. Can't wait to hear him. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, jo- Joanna with a mouthful of donut yesterday while we were watching David Blaine. Oh, did we watched that David Blaine for about an hour and a half yeah. toward the end of the show. Pretty much as- how we wrapped it up, and it could not have ended more perfectly. Mm-hmm. What did it end like it right as like, we were I ending mean, the show? Truly, right when you were wrapping up the show yesterday, he touched ground. That was it. It was perfect. His YouTube viewership uh, kind of like broke records. Because <laughs> everyone's waiting for him to fall. And then they're like, ah. Oh. So David Blaine, the magician, uh, did this thing where he had a bunch, just like Up, just like mm-hmm. the house in Up. He had a bunch of balloons. Mm-hmm. And 
they did he ever reach twenty five thousand? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, he got re- up there. He reached twenty five thousand feet, and then he parachute. He put a parachute on, and uh, and I know you might be saying, wait a second, how's that a magic trick? It's not, but it's pretty impressive. <laughs> there you go. This was the music we were playing in the background. For about an hour straight. Does, <laughs> uh, okay, so does did David Blaine ever do magic tricks like, you know, like pick a card or anything like that? Yeah. Like that's just, have you ever seen the specials, the street magic specials with him? No. I've, yeah, you should look that stuff up. For the longest time, I, I didn't know which one was David Blaine, which one was Chris Angel. Okay. I thought they were the same guy. <laughs> Chris Angel's the goth guy. Yeah. like He's the mind one, freak. Yeah. Yeah. One wears eyeliner and the other doesn't. <laughs> Boom. Uh, branded sports headlines. What do we have coming up as far as sports goes? Leonard Fournette has already found a new team. We knew it wasn't going to take long. Oh, was he... it the Saints? No, right. not the Saints. Would have been a good match, I feel like, for Leonard Fournette and for the Although, Saints. Well, news. So yesterday we reported that the Saints were getting ready. Like they were not getting ready to, but they were willing to trade Alvin Kamara. But then reports were later in the day the two were actually close to signing a deal. Yeah. So then that would have ended the contract negotiations, and then trades probably would have been taken off the table at that point. So it looks like Kamara is going to stay with the Saints. Fournette has signed. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, okay, so he's, he's part of that lineup. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, LaShawn McCoy. I mean, if you That's just went... going to be a fun team to watch, if man. If you just went based on the names, that team is low. And they may be. They may be loaded, but, you know, these are, these are some of the premier names, but you would have to say uh, some of them might be a little past their prime. Well, I mean, you... People were saying that about Brady last year. But People have been saying that about at, Brady for five years, right? But you, yeah, but you also have to look at who he was throwing to. He didn't have the best receiving core. And the one question mark would be Gronkowski because he didn't play last year. He did take it, He did retire, quote-unquote, and then he's now come back to play with the Buccaneers. And the rumors are he's not going to be playing a lot early on in the season just because he's not quite back in football shape. And... You know, throughout his career, he's been known as being pretty fragile. As, as big and as strong as he is, he does get hurt very easily. So they're probably going to ease him back in. All right. We'll have sports headlines on the way in, a, in about an hour and three random facts, too. How about news headlines? Lisa, what are we tracking in news this morning? Sorry, I was reading tweets right now. Everyone is talking about how Fauci's voice sounds so much smoother now. Oh my god, I couldn't recognize him earlier when Lisa was playing <laughs> right. clips. I'm like, is that? Dr. I was Fauci? listening to clips on the way in, and it was like, who's this young buck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was just. Everyone's talking on Twitter about Fauci it. Fauci had vocal cord surgery mm-hmm, to move was, a uh, polyp, and it was during this vocal cord surgery that the they changed some of the CDC guidelines. Uh, about who should get tested. Like, they waited until... Fa- now, there's a book I might be interested in reading. Like, all the tell-alls that are coming out about, about you know, this four years in the White House. M- most of them are just, like, gossip and really what's going to surprise you at this point, right? But, yeah. Like, when, if Fauci ever wrote a thing and said, okay, here's what I was dealing with. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I wanted to come right out and say this, but I couldn't. 
because of this. <laughs> that that book I might be interested in reading. So yeah. But All right, you were saying soothing, soothing Fauci voice he has now. Um, Nancy Pelosi, she is now saying she was set up by the salon yeah. owner. She's and saying she's the whole thing was, an apology. She's saying she was the victim of a setup. She went and got her hair cut indoors, which you're not supposed to be able to do. Uh, in, in the state of California, and this was in San Francisco, she got a haircut indoors, and she also wasn't wearing a mask. Now she's saying that she was set up, I guess, by the salon owner. <laughs> totally. Well, that crossed my mind when you did the story yesterday. You said the salon owner sent the video to mm-hmm. Fox News. Uh-huh. She knew exactly what she was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, she knew what she was doing. Uh, well, uh, the president was tweeting about Nancy Pelosi and... You know her. See, but I don't rich think rich and powerful hair. You know, mm, undercover haircut. But. Right. I don't think that Nancy deserves an apology, but I also think Nancy needs to apologize too, because the whole thing Wait, is you think you don't think Nancy deserves an apology, or you do think Nancy I don't, because it. I still think she's in the wrong. I think they're both wrong. They both suck here. Like everybody that, sucks here. Everybody yeah. sucks here because Nancy, you don't have a mask on and you're indoors. What is your excuse for that? And she said it was because she was getting her hair washed. I'm sorry. I've gotten my hair done two times. I've seen people getting their haircuts and their hair washed, and they still wear a mask. And we still have to wear a mask. Yeah, I am not allowed to take my mask off when I'm getting my hair washed. That's why they give you the, you either come in with it or they give you a disposable mask so that, yeah, you you don't have to worry about it. The strings are small enough. You can get your hair washed still wearing your mask. So that's ridiculous on her you know, part got, to see that. I went and got a haircut and a uh, a beard trim and stuff last week and you had there was a sign that said you can't come through the door unless you're wearing a mask Mm -hmm. okay fine but once you're inside you could take it off and you never had to put it put it on again until you left as a customer the the people working there were wearing masks that is not supposed to be happening so oh yeah don't you don't say where you get your haircut I, i won't it's the buzz adams morning show podcast that intro uh reminds me i saw that there's a new meme going around on social media called the blissfully unaware meme. Ooh, okay. And what you're supposed to do is post pictures of yourself from January and February when you were doing something oh. and you had no idea uh, that your entire that hurts. year yeah. was about to go off the rails. I got some pictures of me at Meow Wolf like in February <laughs> and I'm just I'm having a ball. Gosh, I wonder I'm like looking back now I'm like what did Gosh, what would hurt the most? I'm like, that's my thinking. What what picture would just hurt me well, the most to remember? There you go. Go back to January, I know exactly February. What, what it is for me? Mm. It's when I was purchasing my Rage Against the Machine tickets. Oh, me well, did you take a picture my... of yourself purchasing your Rage Against the Machine tickets? I, think I took a screenshot <laughs> of because remember they was had that, that in like... January? I thought that was earlier in the year. Like, yeah. that was in, like, October. Doesn't get any earlier than January. No, no, no. But I mean, like, I think it was, like, 2019. <laughs> uh, so Mine that would is... be purchasing my Disneyland tickets. <laughs> yeah. Or packing for Disneyland. Oh, and you get my to the God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Joanna. Dang, that hurts. I'm hurting for oh, you right now. my heart. So that is the blissfully unaware meme. Just find a picture from Dang. January to February. Yeah. Ignorance is that bliss. That was sad. We are joined this morning by stand-up comedian and uh, future pierced nipple haver Nico Ajimian. <laughs> oh. You can find him on all social media at Nico Adjective. Mm-hmm. And he tweets 
at Nico's Fake News. Thanks, Buzz. What what the heck? Joanna was laughing at something before you even said my name. I just like how every time he introduces you. Uh, he well, does this now? Nico oh, yeah. pointed out <laughs> yeah. he was listening to a podcast. No, yeah, it was, uh, or else you were listening to like POTUS on Sirius. Yeah. And every time Julie Mason has a guest, she says, they're a columnist for the Washington Examiner, and they tweet under the, 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 and they do this whole thing. I didn't She's point like, it out. That'd to be it. so cool. So I'm like, all right, that's what you get from now I on. didn't mean to make it personal. <laughs> I thought I'd made a general statement. Yeah, so Nico was supposed to come in Monday. I really needed him, and he didn't What did you it. need him for? We were all here. <sighs> there was something I specifically his, wanted him in. His in brain for. wasn't working yeah. good. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He needed help. Then Tuesday, he was supposed to cut. Well, Tuesday, I think, is when he sent me... I'm in school right now. And other stuff. Uh, it's not real school, you guys. <laughs> is, it, is it that tough to show up going to school and showing up for the last two hours of the show here every day? <laughs> you know, <laughs> depending on how late uh, my editing classes, uh, you know, I can stay up pretty late just editing random clips of, of my friends talking. So uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do school for radio and podcast work. And uh, that's what I, I find it too. interesting. He has access here, but he chooses to pay. Yeah, you know that? what's uh, weird? Uh, We're on the radio right now. So this was Tuesday. No, I thought this was just a, a simulation. <laughs> this was Tuesday. He says, I probably won't see you this morning. My bad. I'm with my parents. We're waiting for my prescription to oh, be filled. Yeah. I feel like bleep. Why are, you, why are you reading this? Oh, I just wanted to get to the main <laughs> one. What the hell? So here's what he says. Tuesday morning, I'll get dinner and oh. promise to be there tomorrow or you can pierce my nips. That was what I wanted to check. Was it singular, like one nip? Nuh-uh. He says plural. He's going to get them both pierced. You know, I think What it did was he get auto- for dinner? Don Cavron. Have you ever been to that chicken restaurant? I mean Don Carbone. No, yeah. Don Cavron. Don Cavron. Yeah. Don Cavron. <laughs> that's, that's what he got. Um, now they you threw me off by reading very personal text between us. And sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you read it yesterday too. I thought I was. You read that same one mm-hmm. about about your medication. Are you? Okay? Why would you? Why would you do that? I just told him you had a cough or whatever. Are you okay? He said you were waiting for the salve to come in. The salve. <laughs> and then we all laughed that your parents had to be with you to get it. <laughs> So anyway, I, I auto-corrected to nips. I meant tips. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you pressed your net? You going Prince Albert? You getting yeah. a Prince Albert? Yeah, I thought I might as well go. You getting extreme. a Kravitz? Make it worth it for everybody. <laughs> I don't think you can show that part though, right? Lisa said that you can't get, um, like a professional piercer to do it because of their liability, and they mm-hmm. wouldn't want to risk their license. But I know people who. Who do it that don't have a life? I mean, if they, they don't have a license, do it. They've done it in prison. Don't you? Where they do <laughs> it, so. All right, all right. Nice. By the way, I hate myself now that I'm looking at this blissfully unaware thing. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, I hope 2020 gives us restaurants that aren't so loud. Or maybe I'm just old. <laughs> and it sure did, did, did it. Uh huh. <laughs> wish came through. Gosh, I'm a bitch. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, well, restaurant where you're careful what you wish for. I know, That's right? what I always used to hear. Yeah, I found that rage, hurts. by the way. Yeah, it was February thirteenth. Yep. So was when the tickets went on sale because I took a screenshot of That was a Thursday. Yeah. February fourteenth was a Friday, and that's when I was at Meow Wolf, which is a magical place. 
If you're ever in Santa Fe, you should go to Meow. Dude, have really you seen cool. all? They, so they use the quarantine time to remodel and redo some of the rooms. Oh, it's looking great. It looks so how, cool now. How trippy would it be to have like your senior lock-in at Meow? That would be cool. Uh, man. What's your senior lock-in? Like they do at Disneyland, uh, like your senior... Oh, okay. Yeah, lock-in. Or project graduation for a lot of people. Oh. We had what was was called grad night. That's why I was like, what? Don't they do that at like Disneyland? They have like the seniors can go and stay in Disneyland overnight. How cool is that? And you bring all your alcohol and your drugs there. And you hide it. To the Meow Wolf. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right, actual random facts. Uh, We're not trying to... Uh, be cute with this. I always check uh, my sources, make sure that we're what we're bringing you is actual fact. So here we go with random fact number one. Robin Williams and Ron Jeremy were in the same movie. Both made their film debuts in the same movie. Yeah, we did, we did this back when you were gone. Called something like. Do so, it till you're blind. Yeah, it was a 19, uh, 1977 comedy called Can I Do It Till I Need Glasses. Oh. Hmm? After that, Ron's like, yes. Robin <laughs> went on with his stand up career, got the TV, and Ron switched genres to porn. One got bigger and the other didn't. Well, well, well it depends. Got, yeah. I mean, the one was probably always that big. Yeah. I can't think of two... He didn't grow into his role, if you know what I mean. I can't yeah, think of two c- two celebrities with more body hair than Robin Williams and Ron <laughs> oh, Jeremy. Oh, gosh, right? <laughs> oh, man. You missed this while you were gone, too. There was photos of Ron Jeremy's apartment. apartment. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I saw that. We'll, we'll have to come back to that a little bit. <laughs> like, so he invited a lady, gross. and she said, well, he tried to get in my pants, but he didn't. But I did take some pictures of his apartment, and it looks like... That's like a like, hoarder's apartment. Put a pencil in this. We need to discuss it yeah. later. There was a lot of things going on in those photos I had questions about. Um, random fact number two. McDonald's feeds 68 million people per day, or just a hair under 1% of the entire world population hey. is fed every day by McDonald's. Yeah, good for them. Uh, speaking of which, I wrote a little bit about the uh, the 24-year-old McDonald's hamburger and fries that a lady found in her closet oh. that had not that had not uh, gone rotten or had not decomposed. So I've got a little more on that coming up. I wrote a I wrote an opinion piece on it. <laughs> the gist of it is your opinion is you want to eat it. Yeah, not yeah. not it, but it it makes me feel more comfortable eating McDonald's. I mean, if he wants whatever they use to preserve it sure. inside of him, that's right. I need that inside uh, my belly. It's probably it's not embalming the best thing. fluid. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually probably pretty terrible. And plastic. Yeah. Oh. I'm not saying I want to eat the 24 year old burger. I'm just saying you want to be it if if it can preserve. <laughs> A hamburger. You want it since 1996. I it's would like gotta to have contest some stuff that's that good statement. I would like to contest that statement because I feel like if it was in your cabinet and you found it, you'd be like, well, well I mean, it still looks good. There's nothing growing on it. Well, he so. would probably forget when he got it, too. Yeah. Despite the fact that like, the all the bags would have. The like, bag 1996. Yeah, it has like Mulan on it. As Hamburglar. He's like, oh, there. Mulan <laughs> is coming out this Friday. You do have 24 year old ketchup. We just need to start there. Yeah. 24 year old ketchup. It's at 23 at least. No. 
I like this argument. Uh, random fact number three. <laughs> and Brandon, this is the one I want to quiz you on. All right. Because it's about Oregon and Brandon's yes, from Oregon. Yes, so, which means I have to know everything about the state sure. of Oregon. Sure. Well, did you have to take like a, in Texas, you take like a Texas history class. Did they have that in Oregon? No. But I did hear you guys when I was gone talking about the Marionberry. <laughs> and oh, that's yeah. the state berry of Oregon. And it's actually a hybrid. We I think no, no, none of us believe that it was Nobody a real berry. We didn't berry. know it was a real berry. Yeah, we thought it was that dude that smoked crack. Well, I mean, that's it's that too. <laughs> right. So here you go. Here's your random fact about Oregon. Oregon is the only U.S. state with a flag that's different on either side. I like how what? you really tried to pronounce it nice, too. Oregon. <laughs> what? Wait, say that again. Oregon. Uh, no, the fact. Okay. <laughs> Hold on now. Let's get through this. Oregon uh-huh. is the only U.S. state with a flag that has a different image on either side. What? Yeah. Is it? So here's so the question. two flags. Oh, I thought this was alternative facts. No. My bad. Which is alternative <laughs> facts. I don't know what Brandon is. <laughs> no, these lie. are all facts. One side says state of Oregon. 1859. Okay. Or Oregon. Or Oregon. It's and like it, El Paso. And it has the state seal. The other that side... That state seal's the one with the um, Oregon Trail on it, isn't it? I don't know about that. Here, the other side really shows... The wagon. What? A beaver. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you. It's a beaver chewing a log. Don't the two images kind of bleed over? Like, every time I've seen a state flag, it seems like, well, if there was something different on the back, you'd be able to see it, like, when the sun was behind it or whatever. The one one part that's most well-known is the one that says State of Oregon, 1859 on it. Um, The other one was just a joke, because obviously when you're growing up and, you know, it's a beaver eating a log, (laughs) which is still funny, by the way. It is. You're like so immature. Wait, wait, wait. As I but laugh but as definitely well. the state flag of Oregon has Oregon. B- a, b- different pictures on either side, right? Mm-hmm. A, be- a beaver is Oregon. one of them, right? Oregon. Yeah. It's like the beaver. I mean, the you, yeah, state I just animal Googled it, or? and it's the, the, all the most of the pictures that show up say "State of Oregon" nineteen or eighteen fifty nine on it, and it's, it does have the. It, it truly, legitimately looks like the Oregon Trail video game. Like, look up the image right now. And you're gonna somebody dying of dysentery. Somebody with their with oh their somebody with right? their trousers around their ankles. You All right, wade that river. There are your three random facts for today. I hope you learned something. Let's it's take a the break. Oregon Trail game. <laughs> More of the Buzz Adams. Oh, and also in 1859, one of the one of the founding laws in Oregon no was black people, no black people allowed. That's an accident. Not even passing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no black Very people allowed. Well, I, I guess at least they were a non. <laughs> the beaver. At least they were a non-slave state. Is it eating the log, yeah. or is it like? It's enjo- like on top of the log. Is it enjoying yeah. the log at least? It's enjoying yeah. the log. Touching, yeah. the, touching the tip. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break and regroup, and we'll have more uh-huh. of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after. That's a lot of wood. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Since Ron Jeremy's name came up in three random facts today. Well, he was in the news. I guess he's been charged, with, uh, like officially charged, with twenty more uh, cases of um, I'm trying to think of what the what the actual charge is. It's not. There's a lot of. It's not rape, but it's like right. a, a sexual assault, like yeah. touching. Let me tell you, 
I've been around Ron <laughs> enough to know that his thing when he makes an appearance someplace, it's either like at a strip club or a dirty bookstore or whatever, you know, I bet there's or a radio there's station. A dirty bookstore. I bet yeah. there's people that don't even know who he was because really he's been out, besides being weird and popping up into things, I don't know what else he's... But <laughs> He was in Boondock Saints, man. <laughs> yeah, but how, that, how long ago was that? And he was in the surreal life the too. Surreal what, life. I was gonna say, wasn't he on like a mainstream reality show? Yeah, but that was twenty years ago. Yeah, was that was. The, was ever he ever on The Apprentice? Okay, mm, I think he was. Here, Ron is, uh, like the if if the prototype. If you know the name of one male porn star, it's probably Ron Jeremy. Mm, I would say James <laughs> Dean may be a, a tough case for it. No, but with the younger generation. Yeah, but Ron Jeremy put like the porn stash, like he he made that a thing. And then like he he got as the years went by, as happens to many of us, he got fatter and hairier and grosser and you know, it eventually became, mm-hmm. you know, he's more known for being yeah. the hedgehog. You can relate. Yeah. But his thing would be you know, at these places, women would want to have their picture taken with him, and like, okay, get ready, say cheat, and at the last second, he'd grab their hand and put it on his crotch or something like that. So that was like a standard. That was part of his shtick. That his stick. Very- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by today's standards, well, I mean, it should have been the standards back then, but by today's standards, that's sexual assault. You're, you know, you're taking somebody's hand, and he he done it. Up. I've seen him do it a. Well, not a thousand, but oh, I, mean, I haven't been around it that much. But well, but that even that, in this series of apartment pictures, I think there's a picture of him like sticking <clears> his hand down this girl's shirt. I don't have. I'm all... sorry, I was trying to look at his IMDb to see, like, and I forgot that he's a porn star. And I'm all 21 Hump Street. And like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he, oh yeah, yeah, he was in 21 Hump Street for sure. But it also, looks like he's actually like more recently been in. Um, some like he does cameos like he was an Armin Van Buren video which he's a DJ pretty popular DJ he was in Ghostbusters the original Ghostbusters yeah so it looks like he was doing some sort of cameos like that but uh, yeah he's he's cameo was her name Uh, he still has uh, yeah so the the pictures you're referring to uh, were in a British tabloid it was a woman who met Ron Jeremy in 2017 and he invited her to his one bedroom apartment in Hollywood and she said it was disgusting. I was so shocked. Ron shows up for these appearances, and I mean, he's just wearing sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Like a, he might have a t-shirt with a hole and a mustard stain on. He. Does I heard his not, hygiene is not great either. He um, does not give a. Ugh. Like he's he's probably smelly. Uh he's a little smelly. Ugh. He's like Frank Reynolds. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's no, always he sunny. totally is. Yeah. Nice. It's always sunny. Really. Uh, so I, I'm. He does I, enjoy himself a rum ham. <laughs> rum ham. You could hardly open the front door, and you couldn't get in the bathroom at all. So she's talking about trash piled up, old porn memorabilia, overstuffed boxes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. I honestly thought he could be on that show, Hoarders. And he had pet turtles. Oh. So the woman says that she she went in to use the bathroom. She was disgusted and was definitely not interested in having sex with Ron Jeremy. Uh, let me just move this trash. Although and, uh... he did he did try to get her to go for it. So here are some of the pictures that she says are from Ron Jeremy's apartment. Oh, my apartment. God. 
It was just littered with boxes. Oh, yeah. We did mail. a full breakdown. We were looking at all the stuff he has laying around. There was the, the plants that he has on one of the Surprisingly still tables alive. Well. Yeah. yeah. There's like a framed, or not for an unframed, it looks like a lithograph of Ron Jeremy yeah. on the wall. Is this an apartment or a house? This is an apartment. Okay. He's got a one-bedroom apartment in Hollywood. So just like boxes of DVDs. That even looks like a, a VHS tape mm-hmm. <laughs> to me. Uh, moving on down. Oh, my God. There's so much trash, you can't close the door. Okay, so I, I know uh, Ron is being... Buzz says that's how he felt going into your room sometimes. Oh, my of, God. Just stacks, stacks of plates. And of bowls. plates. Uh, it was like once, and it wasn't a great week for me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, that definitely looks like some hoarder <laughs> stuff going on there. Is there anything you want to you want to point out in this picture? Uh, we can't really see it from here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty disgusting. It's just disgusting. But, but really, I mean, that's like goes along with Ron's, you know, personal hygiene. I, I'm not surprised by this yeah. at all. Okay, so I know Ron is accused of doing some horrible stuff and. Based on what I know, personally, yeah, by, by Ron, yeah, yeah, probably he probably totally has grabbed a lot of women who didn't want want to be grabbed. But is it okay for somebody to go into somebody's apartment and take pictures and share them on the internet? I don't think so. No. Um, no. Like if you met a celebrity and you, oh, let me use your bathroom, and they they let you in to use the bathroom. Is is it? Is that cool to take pictures and, and share them with the tabloid? Like I say, I no. know that Ron is accused of some terrible stuff, and I'm no, I, I, pretty no. certain he probably did it. I agree with you. I don't think that if he's being kind enough to let you in to do that, like you shouldn't be releasing photos. But doesn't make him not. I'm trying to think, like, how many gross. times have we had Ron, like, in the studio? Probably, like, half a dozen times in the studio and probably a dozen times on the telephone. So we can confirm he's smelly. <laughs> um, yeah, I can confirm that. <laughs> Hello, Chopper. Hey, how you doing, bud? Doing good, Chopper. Good to talk to you this week. Pleasure's always mine, brother. What's going um, on? I wanted to talk about having met Ron Jeremy a bunch of times. Uh, uh, sure, I, yeah. No, I've like co-hosted stuff with him and emceed stuff. I know, I know Ron pretty well. I just wanted to tell you about some of my experiences meeting him. Yeah. Uh, starting off with uh, working in porn stores in Portland, he would come in to promote whatever thing he'd just done, you know, and uh, I hung out with him while working there a few times because there's not always a whole a big crowd. And he's actually really, really nice and really funny. But then uh, years later, he did he bring the, Did he bring his harmonica? Because that's the thing I start, I've noticed he started doing in the past decade. He, he brings a harmonica and he plays little tunes on his harmonica the whole time. I have seen that. Now, when uh, Ron Jeremy's Club Sesso opened up in Portland, I was there for the opening night and wound up working at the place. And he would come for at least one or two parties a year. What was it? And, a strip club? Was it a strip club or something? Oh no, Ron Jeremy's Club Sesso was a swingers club. A swingers club. Yeah, it's a nightclub with a bunch of private rooms and some public play areas. Well, judging by the looks of his one-bedroom apartment, it does not look like he hit a gold mine with that. Well, the thing is, he just kind of sold his name yeah, to it right. and then came as, like, an ad 
kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But you'd be surprised. There, there was always a line of women that wanted to sleep with Jer- Ron Jeremy as soon as he got there. I can tell you, I would not be surprised because I've been at events and I'm like, where's Ron? We have to do announcements. Mm-hmm. And, and they're he's like, in the back. he's in the back. Mm-hmm. Right. With, and, in, and then I see the girl come out and it's not an unattractive girl. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's sometimes there wasn't just one of them. Oh, oh wow. for sure. And I'm talking like within the past five years, and it's just like, and, and like I say, I'd been in the car with was Ron, it you so or I knew someone else Ron who told me that like. he looked almost bored when that was happening. I in didn't the back. see it when it was happening. It was just to- <laughs> I was someone told, told me got- that they, they were they went back there to talk to Ron, like and he was like, "Oh, through the door, <laughs> like, like, just, like, this is the door." He's like this. <laughs> well, look at at some point. At some point, it's going to get to the point where you're not really actually getting any pleasure. You know, like if and you're a sex addict heard. and stuff. Someone told it, me that when they went back there, he just looked like, oh, another yeah. one. Come on down, now, lady number thirty-seven. What you're telling me, I'm not surprised. Take to stay hard. What's that? <laughs> well, careful, chopper. Easy. Hang on. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is oh, hard yeah. to talk about this. Yes, yeah, it, it is it, hard it, to right. talk about. You got to be careful. It's mine. <laughs> there, there was extra stimulation going on for him in certain ways that couldn't have helped him out fully. But um, the, the club in Portland and all of Oregon, to serve alcohol, you have to serve food. And so at the club, they have like a buffet area and tables. And when all the rooms were full, if Ron was there, they would just take one of the tables out of the booths and he would just use the benches on either side. And there would literally be like 30 to 50 women waiting in line yeah. to try and get some. It yeah, very- sure. No, there were a lot of, absolutely, there were a lot of women who wanted a picture. And, and like I say, it's like not women you would expect. It's like, you know, good-looking, young well, It's like the same women. way that serial killers have law fans and stuff. I don't know if I'd compare it to a serial no, killer. No, but I'm saying but... you wouldn't expect it. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's more of a joke, but there is actually, like, like sexual contact going on, and the women want, I, I got a picture with Ron Jeremy's bleep in my, you know, wherever. Oh. Bleep. Yeah, right. <laughs> bleepity, bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep in the bleep. All right, yeah. thanks, Chopper. Have a good one. All right, take care. So, so Chopper worked at an adult store? Chopper, what is this like? Chopper worked at a swingers club in Portland. I'm sorry, you told us we had to go early, but if Chopper wants to call back in later about that, let's dive down this a little bit. Did you know there were swinger clubs in Oregon? Yeah, I never went, but I knew people who did go. And all right, let's take kind of people you're like, oh, it's the last thing I'd want to see. Well, listen, (laughs) (laughs) it's like Chopper, call back. We have questions. You know what? Actually, yeah, who knows? Our our paths probably crossed at some point. <laughs> Chopper said, "Hey, I'd like at the swinger club." <laughs> no, hang on. The strip clubs in Portland. Did you go to the Beavers Inn? Oh. Beavers Inn. Beavers Inn. Actual name. Um, no actual strip club down the yeah. street from my house. Growing up, you ever seen that beaver chewing on a log? Shag carpet, by the way. All right, let's take let's take a break. clean. When we come back, Lisa's on the way next and has news headlines for us. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, there <laughs> Awesome segue. All right, there's an urgent need for poll workers this November and one clothing store. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, news is next. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Uh, let's get back to our news headlines. No, we have a call. Oh, do we? <laughs> yeah. I did not notice. We will get back to I got to you. I got headlines. you. Coming up in just a few minutes. Hello, Juan. Hey, boss. Hey, what's going on? Not just a uh, long-time listener and a uh, frequent caller. We've actually argued before. Oh, good. Uh, oh, I love it. Are we going to do it again? No, actually, uh, I feel like <laughs> it's water. You, you and I are agreeing on stuff, so that's weird. Um, 
the I just have three quick points, and I want to talk about the cartoon. The first point is... Well, let me uh, just, because in, in, since we talked about the cartoon, we might have some new listeners who don't know what we're talking about. I guess an eighth grade teacher in, somewhere in Texas uh, did an assignment based on a cartoon which kind of shows like uh, some, some somebody leaning on an African-American or kneeling on an African-American's neck and choking them through the ages, and it goes from like the slave days to the segregation era right on up and then it's got that picture that looks like the george floyd situation so that was the cartoon and uh governor abbott wants this teacher to be fired okay well that, that, that's actually my first point it's a bill of rights assignment and abbott is missing totally the assignment he's trying to infringe on this teacher's First Amendment, like that's the whole point of the conversation. And Abbott is trying to come in and use his power to to silence this guy. How could you not agree with this assignment if so easily a governor could come in and mess the whole thing up? That would be my first point. Right. Second point is it's everybody's trying to see it as a comparison to police officers, and I'm saying is no. This is the faces throughout history of oppression. And right now, the government is trying to use the police as the current oppressors. So, like it or not, I mean, they need to be in this cartoon and how to understand the faces of oppression throughout the years. And that we cannot let this happen because, yes, there are some good police officers out there, but they're turning a blind eye or something. And, like it or not, they are now part of this conversation. Like it or not, they're the ones that killed a uh, George Floyd, like it or not, they're killing people on the back. I mean, they this conversation needs to happen, regardless if it's in middle school or high school. And my last point is, if Nico's going to come in and say the police is untouchable and, and they can't even... I don't think Nico said paper, the police are untouchable. I don't think he said that one. Well, he cannot be so sensitive. I mean, if, if not, he's not going to support getting his nipple pierced. <laughs> Wait a minute, was this all a setup just to it. remind Nico that he said he's going to get his nipple pierced on the air? Uh, maybe. Yeah, all right, thanks, Juan. Well, they are no sensitive. Uh, let, let me say before before we move on, I, yeah. I happen to have an eighth grader uh, who's in eighth grade mm-hmm. this year, and I think she's pretty bright. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But I don't know if she's ready for this kind of... Like, it might be a little heavy. Like, I don't know if she can process this at the age of 13. Might be a little bit young. But another thing that I'm noticing, too, and a lot of it has to go with what the caller just said, is what people tend to do when we have these discussions is they use the word they, Mm -hmm. which is a blanket statement for all cops. And that is where this just goes completely south because Mm -hmm. the vast majority of police officers are good. There are some bad ones, just like in every aspect of life. But when you have this conversation and you continue to use the word they, mm-hmm. that is where everything starts to go south. I just like to, when you're you talking about, yeah, just like when you're talking about the morning show and you say, they <laughs> all said this. And Brandon's like, no, I did not. Hey, damn right. Joanna's like, excuse me. I uh, definitely did not say anything. I was answering phone calls. Um, yeah. So just like don't blanket all of us for having, trust me, all, all four of us have, and five, Nico, I guess, uh, all of us have very differing opinions on a lot of different subjects. So, I mean, Buzz is for like Buzz is pro-life. I'm pro-choice. Um, Buzz is a Republican in, I guess, the sense. And I am. <laughs> yeah, name only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Buzz is a rhino. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, well, that's I, what that's what uh, you Judge, know. Joanna Judge is Janine Backstreet Boys. Me. I am in sync. You know, yeah. we all have different opinions, so we're never. All of us will never agree on anything. Trust me. At, come to any of our morning show meetings, you'll see we never agree on anything. So, but that's also what makes the show good is all of us, you know, having these conversations and these debates. So don't sit there and give blanket statements. And um, for the for us, for the cops, for the Black Lives Matter protesters, for you know, I mean, what kind of coffee you like, whatever. You would agree, though, that that historically through the years, in some situations, police have been used as as a tool of oppression against minorities. I mean, that has been a part of the history Mm -hmm. of our country. Yeah, I I would say that. Absolutely. But I I don't think that that message could overshadow the, you know, overarching message. I think most police officers want you to know, and that's that they're here to protect society without where would we be without police officers? We'd be like Wild West days. And, and I think when you say, well, the Democrats want to abolish the police, you, you might be able to find a few people on the extreme left who say, yeah, we want to get rid of the police. But for the mainstream, no, there, the, are, there are some. I said some, yeah. but, but there are not a lot you're, of. But you're talking about how these are some extreme people like there's that's one of the reasons Portland is so bad right now. Mm-hmm. Is that there are some in power that are very closely related to the mayor who have outright, flat out said, we want to defund the police. Well, defund They're the police doesn't the mean police. abolish the police. I got to stop you right there because when when they say defund the police, there, there are a lot of different uh, th- things that, that are being talked about. One Refund. of them is changing the way that police violence is investigated. For instance, did you know that in most police unions, there's a four-day cooling off period that means if there's uh, an officer-involved shooting, they don't ask the officers for their individual stories until four days after the shooting. Well, there's a reason that police ask uh, suspects immediately after so they, they don't have time to get their story straight. So when yeah. you talk about defunding the police, some of it is let's not have different rules for the people that we trust to enforce the rules. Well, some of the, yeah. same some rule. of the Okay, but, but you're, you cut me off there because these people in Portland, that's not what they mean. They, like they truly mean we need to get rid of the police force and they've they've handcuffed the police department in regards to the riots. These are not protests that are happening down there anymore. These are riots that are happening. Mm-hmm. And I know some police officers. My dad speaks frequently with police officers who have been doxxed by Antifa in mm-hmm. Portland where they released their name, their address, all of their personal information to the point they had to move. Yeah. These police officers have had had conversations with their children about if you see somebody around our house, we like you need to speak up because we need to be very careful right now because it is vastly different with what's happening there. It's to the point that the people who are showing up to quote unquote protest, despite the fact they're actually rioting, mm-hmm. they're freezing water bottles and hurling them at the police officers. They're using wrist rockets and slingshots to pelt marbles and BBs at the police officers and the mayor had 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 told them specifically you're not allowed to do anything what you is cannot, a, you cannot arrest them what is a wrist rocket because that sounds like something I'd like to have just for it's know, basically personal. it's a slingshot but it has like a, like a spider man kind of thing no it, it, oh. it's just it has a, it basically has something that, that wraps around your wrist to to Hold it so you can pull it back even further. Oh, it's, it's just like, a slingshot yeah, with basically. a mount. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I was picturing an Iron Man deal, like a no, 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 like a real no, rocket. <laughs> look, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to some police officers on Friday. I'm gonna be playing online poker with some of them, and I'm gonna get more information because what is happening there? 
okay. is a major, major Yeah, but problem. that's not representative of, I think, the entire... I don't. Uh, no, it's not. I, I mean, don't think I, that's I, I the think mainstream Portland, Democratic I think, position. I think, well, yeah. here's the thing. I think Portland is an outlier, but I think that when you, especially you have the mayor of Portland coming out and saying, well, President Trump, you're the reason this is happening. No, numbnuts, you're the reason it's happening <laughs> because you have done nothing. You have told the police department they're not allowed to arrest these people. And it is a mess over there. And that, unfortunately, is what kind of what gets glazed over all of this because all he has to do is go, well, Trump did this or Trump is saying this. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, see, he's got a point. Okay, but, like, well, no, he does not. But would you agree that, that Trump has not done a very good job of trying to build any bridges yeah, or try oh, yeah. to unite or well, trying to do anything? Rather, no, hold on. What I would rather do is focus on Portland for what's happening there rather than dragging him into it. I mean, he's yeah. We, yeah, but he tweets have, out things that are just throwing gasoline yeah, but, on a fire. Yeah but, see, yeah, but but that is completely hiding from everything else. I understand. We don't like Trump. I don't like Trump. I'm not voting for the guy. And we can all agree. Like I think the vast majority of people on the show, we don't like Trump. We've let that be known. But I think trying to pull him in when the mayor of Portland has failed so miserably at his job is only a smokescreen to try to distract from, sure. hey, what's really happening here. And I think by you constantly going, oh, well, we have you have to admit, well, Trump has done this. That's not getting to the point. That's well, not trying, to, very that's not to, trying to find a solution to this issue. Well, I think it's the difference between a microscope and having a telescope, like having the, the ability to look at Portland and say that's one uh, you know case study as opposed to, okay, this policy or this person we've had in the... the uh, presidency is not allo- you know allowed for a better conversation to. to here's be a here's a comment. I, I and I think I could address this with a little bit of knowledge. So uh, Biden said that he was going to defund the police by taking money away from the police for social workers or something. Let, let me give an example. I did a a pretty exhaustive uh, months worth of research into into shootings back when uh, the Ferguson protests were going on. To try and find out. One thing that really stood out was the number of mentally ill people who are having an episode and their and their family call the police. And the police show up and the person having the episode, I mean, off their meds or whatever, mm-hmm. have some of the weapons were a knife, some of them were a hockey stick. You know, whatever it was, the mentally ill family member ended up getting shot and killed by police. I was looking for, you know, white... Uh, believe it or not, that's not a thing they keep nationwide records on, or they didn't at the time anyway. What really stood out was the number of mentally ill people. So you're sending police out without training on how to deal with somebody off their mm-hmm. meds. So yeah, I think that I think probably the police would welcome that. Hey, maybe we shouldn't be the ones that are called out if your family and and you hear these family members and they were like. Well, we didn't expect them to come out and shoot our son or our daughter or brother or whatever. Yeah, I think a social worker might be, you know, or a mental health worker might be more suited to that. So I agree with that. If he's saying take some of the money and give it to social workers, in a case like that where you've got uh, somebody having a mental uh, breakdown or an episode and your family member calls say, hey, we just don't want him to hurt himself or somebody else. Right. Maybe that's a better job for a social worker or a mental health professional. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right. So uh, what else has happened in the news today, Lisa? Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, she is explaining herself after Mm -hmm. Fox News obtained video of the politician getting her hair did at a salon in California where salons were supposed to be closed until Tuesday. 
I, that is the oh, worst. She just, yeah, she literally just said, I take responsibility that I trusted them. Mm-hmm. Like, she mm-hmm. totally I'm sorry, just you passed this off, man. Me. Yeah. yeah oh. If she was told that it was okay to get her hair cut, what, what is wrong with that? She's like, I trusted you to keep Because the thing is, it's a statewide so. rule. She, she's, the, she's the senator from that state. She, she ought to know, know the right. rules. But is it... Is it not even allowed for friends or like I think if no. it had been I'll, I'll tell you this I think no, if it had been a like a like a police sting it would have been entrapment okay, I mean t- I'll give her that I'll much. tell you this during qu- sure. quarantine a good friend of mine is a, a, a salon artist here in town and I got my hair cut at her, her house you're not supposed to do that that is illegal and she sh- would have her license revoked if people did find out about it, that. what in Texas <gasps> yeah because really? the thing is yeah but look oh. at his hair reason, how long would it take well, exactly. but it's the, out of but it's the, it's the it same reason tweezers, okay? no 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 it's the same reason that we couldn't have a wax come into the studio oh, yeah. and do it. It's the same reason we couldn't have a tattoo artist come into the studio. That's why I got to get a guy that just got out of prison to do your nipple piercing. <laughs> there okay. you go. So, but that's the thing. But if that's my th- mom wanted to cut my hair, could, would, would that be okay? Is but, she licensed? Uh, not yet. If you have a if license to do that legally, like if that yeah. is your, if you are an esthetician, if you are a cosmetologist, if you are anything like that, you have a license, you have a license to perform those duties at the place where you are employed. So that is the issue. So all these people who are doing it, like, because that's the thing is that some of the, because my, my best friend is my, my hair girl. She does my hair. I did not get my hair done. That's why I let my roots go out the entire quarantine. But the whole girl, thing was. Girl, I was about to say something. You know, you know, that's why now I'm red. But that was the thing is a lot of different um, hairstyles were calling each other out saying, hey, we're doing this the right way and we're not doing this. You should not be doing hair. So that was the problem. Also, in the state of California, up until Tuesday, you were not allowed to do any hair coloring, any cuts, any shampoo. Any of that was not supposed to be happening indoors. That is another issue, too. You're also supposed to be wearing your mask the entire time. She was on videotape walking through the salon without a mask on. And that is not allowed as well. Even now, when I get my hair done, I have to wear a mask. So that's where I, I, I have an issue with that because you are telling everyone that you need to abide by these laws. However, here you are blatantly not doing it. Now, was she entrapped? Totally. But in this situation, everybody sucks, except for her hairstylist, because he's like, I asked permission to uh, go into the salon. The hairstylist is like, I got bills to pay, all right? Lisa, yeah. somebody on the chat is disagreeing with you, though. They are saying that uh, you have uh, Chanel at your house all the time to do stuff for you. Mm, I don't, though, because I go to her salon to go get that stuff done. Oh, okay. So that's why. I mean, and my hairstylist's name is Delilah. So that's why I'm like, but that's the thing is that it's legally, but it's legally you are supposed to be doing these inside of where your business is. And so that's where I have the issue with that is, is that Nancy, you're going to sit there and have these uh, people doing pedicures and doing uh, all of these hair things outside on the sidewalk. So it's like, how is it doing on the sidewalk? You're going to say is safer and more sanitary, but you're going to go inside of the salon and do exactly what everyone else can't do. That is where I have a serious issue with that. Like, I went to go get my, f- my first haircut, uh, and thanks for noticing, by the way, but I, <laughs> it was the first time in a long time. And they had a sign that said, you can't come in without a mask. So, yeah, sure, I put my mask on. I go in, well, and I keep the mask on. As soon as I go back to get my haircut, I take the mask off, and I don't have to wear it the rest of the time. I think the, the workers had their mask on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have so to was I the whole time. I mean, what's what's I, also I was getting a shave because about once you are uh, allowed to do that. You are allowed getting the, a shave. 
Yeah. I don't do that every time, but a couple times a year. On. I had like a I sh- hot towel, and they made me wear the mask still. <laughs> no, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> There's no way I you had swear a to hot God, towel. I got a hot towel. <laughs> 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 That's funny, but it's not true. They're it like, we want to make sure we don't, we don't uh, absolutely do true. anything like that. <laughs> Welcome to 2020, where salon entrapments are a thing. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You just thought you thought speed traps were bad. Salon <laughs> traps are worse. <laughs> yes. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Uh, the president uh, was speaking yesterday. He encouraged voters uh, in North Carolina to vote twice, which you might recognize as being uh, voter fraud if you vote twice in an election. So here's a little bit of what the president had to say. So voting voting twice would be illegal, uh, even if you follow the letter of what he's saying there. Um, what? Well, what he's saying is that if you vote early, you check to see if it counted, if it went through. If it didn't go through, then go in person and vote. Like, I get how it's easy to go, oh, he's telling you to vote twice. You would be breaking the law if you vote, if you went and voted after you sent in a mail-in vote. I Look, I get it, but and there's on, no man. Way, and there's no like, way to check that it gets tabulated till after the election. <laughs> but look, but look, there's, there's so many other stories. To make this something is just stupid. Okay, I think it is something, and I'll tell you why. Because if, let's say, Joe Biden or even a local Democrat, mm-hmm. a local Democrat had mm-hmm. said something like this... Tucker would be all over it. Hannity would be all oh, over it. They so would hammer to, it to death. So you need to follow what they would do for what you will do. Hmm. Since they no, would do this, it. you have to do mm-hmm. this. Is that kind of what you're getting at? I, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm saying that... You they, literally just they, said the, the, they would do this. They, These people over here, they would do this if this happened. So well, yeah, I they have would. to counter that by doing this. The president is encouraging voter fraud. What's the disconnection here? I think it's you trying to find stories where there really isn't. Well, believe me, if a Democrat had done this, even a local or state Democrat, this would be the Republican talking point probably for the rest of the election. It would be. But what you're starting to do now is the but Hillary and now you're saying but Trump. Oh, I think the demo, I think the people who want Trump out have, have had kid gloves on for long enough. I mean, I think it's time to to name it, shame it, you know, when he does something like this. I think part of the problem up. was people were up. too reluctant to get down in the mud mm. with Trump. Mm. But then that's all you end up doing. Mm. And then you just start talking about, you know, Trump eh. and you start fighting over useless little details about eh. things. I mean, it is shocking that a president <laughs> it is shocking that a president would ask their constituents to vote. Twice. Yeah, it's a stupid thing to say. I'm willing yeah. to admit that. This is something he shouldn't be doing. But on the flip side, it's like... The, well, as long as it, it only matters if a Democrat or somebody on the left does it, and it doesn't no. matter as long as the president does it, no. you're, you're kind of giving the election again, away. Nope. Again, you're putting no, words he, in yeah. my mouth, which is what you consistently do. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want to put anything in your mouth. Trust me. (laughs) No, what you're doing is the, well, they would do this, so I have to do this. Yeah, the what about I got to stoop to their level. Since they would react this way, I have to react the same way This is a timely story. This happened yesterday. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying it's not, but the way you're approaching it is very erroneous. I think think it's disingenuous. I I think it is not. I I think it's. We can agree to disagree. I'm fine with that. Agree to disagree. 
Dad, mom, stop it. Stop no, I, mean, I mean, look, I like I got my opinion on it. You have your opinion on it, and that's perfectly Facts. fine. It's yeah. not going to change anything. It's not going to change what he said. It's not going to change what his supporters think. It's not going to change what the people who don't like well, him Well, let's mm-hmm. just be clear who is encouraging voter fraud at this point, okay? Because you're going to hear this voter fraud come up a lot. No, and I'm between fine now with that. And, and I'm perfect because like, that angle, fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Where we're talking about how... I mean, I think you're taking kind of an ostrich approach. It's like, it just, you know, bury your head in the sand or no. don't. Don't, I'm not, no, I'm don't not. Don't respond to any of this stuff. I, no, I'm not. Well, you, you know, Buzz is very about, like, keeping the outrage alive. <laughs> sure he, I don't have to do anything to keep the outrage alive. No, I don't have yourself. to do that. you, you got to make sure it's no, in yeah, yourself yeah, all you the time. Listen, there yeah. is some exhaustion yeah. that sets in. And believe me, as much as I see, I don't like to talk about po- I don't either. And yeah, believe me, yes, as soon as... Yeah, no, yes, the second oh, he yes, has yes, that thought, do. he doubles down. Yes, you do. He doubles down because... No, no. It's an effort to make myself... I mean, it would be a lot easier just to say, all right, this is terrible, but there's nothing we can do about it, and I'm only making myself crazy. But that is kind of intellectually coward, cowardly, I think, to just say, this is hard, I don't like it, people say they quit listening to me, it would be a lot easier to talk about anything but. And I have to dig down real deep and make myself talk about it, because there's nothing more important going on at least in the united states you truly believe that that is you truly believe that in your heart what's that that you have to keep this indignity alive this outrage uh because if you normalize it and becomes normal it doesn't end there you know if it becomes normal oh trust me if if trump gets reelected, which i i'm fully willing to admit i I think that would probably happen because (laughs) the democrats can't help but screw up Mm -hmm. you know they even by calling it defund the police, it's just like, are you guys trying to to blow this election? You could have called it anything. Mm-hmm. You decided to go with defund the police. Sometimes I think the Democrats don't actually want to win. You know, you pick the most inspiring man in America, Joe Biden, to be your candidate. So, and they basically honestly, rigged it for him to win. Yeah. Well, they, and they did the same thing. They did the same thing with Hillary, Hillary sure. Mm-hmm. But if if Trump is back in office for four more years, if you think his behavior has not been presidential or has not been becoming or has not been in the interest of the United States, wait till you see what happens over the next four years. He'll, uh, he won't have we'll to have worry have about getting reelected. Like this for yeah. the next yeah. four years. I know. Well, I... If you don't want me to, t- if you don't want me to be like this, if you want to talk me down for this ledge, don't <laughs> vote for Trump. Talk you down the list. If you want your morning show back. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Everyone on this show is like, please. You wouldn't just give up after, the, if he wins, this, you're like, ah, oh, I can't do anything about it anymore. Really? So. Yeah, after four years, Nico? You think that that's yeah, a possibility? Yeah, that's, that's a really... Think, dude, Captain Path of Least Resistance over know, there is right? willing to go way deep say. in these waters. Buzz honestly believes in this, though. Like, he's he's actually a principled person, and, and he, he really takes that kind of, you know... Uh, trust me, we've had meetings on this. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I know that... What did he just write to someone in the chat? Bleep you? Yeah. <laughs> I said bleep the that's, bleep off. off. That's that's part of his principle. But, but it was mainly because... And that's a very it's good not. way to, it, to it, have an open discussion It was about mainly things. because he had a man bun. That was what I was... Uh-huh. Right. Right. Sure, sure. Right. Right. Look, if we held a vote, should we talk about, if we held a vote among the morning show, I would lose three to one. Absolutely. We tell him that all the time. You guys, uh, people listening, don't think this is Brandon, Lisa, and Joanna here, because we have all voted. We would much rather talk about camping right now. (laughs) That says a lot for Lisa. Yeah, I I would love, I will go camping for one night somewhere. Like, and a hotel has to be with me. Let me tell you, when I I hear that, it just makes me think, 
you know, camping. I love camping. <laughs> I'm sure that in 1930s Weimar Germany, there were oh, a lot of people who were no, thinking, "I don't want to hear you about this." It. You just lost it. Going down that path is so stupid. No, it's not. It is so stupid. <sighs> How is it stupid? You're trying to like look. If you want to have an open discussion and try to kind of guide people in a specific direction, first of all, you got to stop name calling. You got to stop saying bleep yeah. the bleep off, Buzz. and you have to stop immediately Making going to this. Well, look, accents. here's how you can relate Hitler to Trump. Like, look, we that's all not agree. a stretch. Hold on, stop. All of us here don't like him. Like we've all admitted that. And then, but the problem is, you're so adamant about it. If we don't. <laughs> openly bash him every single step with you, we are somehow the horrible people that are allowing this to happen or we're taking an ostrich approach. And it's like, no, look, we don't like the guy either. But you know how I'm going to go bash against him? I'm not going to vote for him in November. Mm-hmm. Are you going to vote? I am going to vote, but okay. not for him. Okay. Joanna does early voting, actually. Yeah, I does. think we all should this year. Definitely. As in, like, next week if it was available. <laughs> look, look, I don't know how many ways... Trump has to demonstrate to you that he would love to be a fascist dictator. Uh, how many different ways he would love to trample on our uh, constitutional rights. But see, the problem is when you say make claims like that, all I hear, like in the Facebook chat, this just happened where somebody was talking about socialists and things like that. And you're like, well, you immediately lost me the second you say that. The second you're like 1930s Germany and stuff like that. It's like, all right, I'm done. Like, we need to focus on now, man. Like, like, come on. Heal the world. I was trying to draw a comparison of how you say, let's not talk about this we stuff. And just that. how, how Again, I misguided, I think. That's not the words that have come the words. out of my mouth. I'm saying you're making bigger deals about things, but we should absolutely talk about the president saying this. But I think we should absolutely let's talk about others. Camping! Other, let's talk about, I don't know. Camping! Camping. I told Nico I was going to say this on the air, and it's it's true. Listen, I'm not saying I'm I'm encouraging anything, mm-hmm. but uh, you're about to encourage people to do something. Don't uh, make the freaking Secret Service come back here again, dude. Yeah, come on. Like literally, the guy's probably in his car. Like, oh man, I got to go back to that studio. Yeah, again. they're both probably rolling around right now, and like, oh, he's about to do it again. Mm. I wonder if they have T-shirts this time. Yeah. What's up, FBI? Come on down. We miss you. I need a safety blanket. That dude was cool. I'm down. Come back, FBI, man. I never would have thought in my life (laughs) of observing politics. And I've been through Democrats and Republicans. I think think I've supported Gary Johnson at one point. I never thought... Oh, I missed that. (laughs) I never once thought that that I would be thinking to myself, should somebody step up and do something about this that... You know, All right, we're okay. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Based on uh, what you think you know about me, I bet I, you I, love camping. I bet you, you love. That's camping. what I was going to ask you. Do you I think know. I'm a camper or a or a non camper? Depends on what kind of camping. Are we talking in a trailer or a tent? Because I don't think you're a tent guy. I could see him as an RV kind of. Dude. I could see I you see being an RV, RV yeah. guy. I, I don't like either of them. <laughs> really? 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 No, there's got to be a cabin somewhere, and it's got to have a full cable package. <laughs> Wait, that's but, more, the, the cable's more important than air conditioning or heater? It or, needs uh, to have all those things, too. Functioning water? Yeah, running bathroom? Yeah. No, cable. We're going to talk about camping traditions uh, in 2020. 
and camping is something that that depending on where you are you you you're encouraged hey here's something you could do go camping with your family your social distancing i guess there are some places though where they where they're discouraging it uh does camping even exist anymore do people go from and sleep list, on the ground i've never list, gotten it. it almost seems like people aren't camping they're glamping uh, like they're taking like the, Tom Haverford, baby, the comfortable chairs to sit in. Even I think it depends because uh, I know that also people there's like these things you can get like an extender on your trucks that'll turn your truck bed into like an actual bed that you can camp in. So it'll have like a little air blow up mattress in it and all that stuff. So there's different ways to camp now. When I was a kid, we would I would occasionally, you know, in a tent with a sleeping bag on the ground and then you'd have to cook your food. I, I didn't get the point of that. It's like I live in civilization. Why would we regress? You don't. You don't <laughs> to enjoy being on the ground. You don't enjoy communing with nature, with just being out yeah. in the open. Yeah, but then going inside to sleep. <laughs> I mean, you could have go. You ever laid on your back and seen the stars at night, and where there's no city lights? Because you know to they're pollute. big and bright. They are big. Deep in, in the heart of Texas. Texas. I did not mean to do that, but yeah. <laughs> one time, one time I was sitting. I was laying down and I was looking at the stars and there were just so many stars. It was a, it was a clear night at uh-huh. that point. And, and I remember thinking, boy, that tornado took off the entire roof. <laughs> it was, I, I grew up in her, her what's uh, tornado, tornado alley. alley. Yeah, not hurricane, tornado alley. Um, here are some of the things in a recent survey. 41% of people said they would camp, but they wouldn't go if they if they couldn't take their phone or get a, a decent oh, signal. Oh, man, that's How the many? point of camping. 41%. Yeah. Almost I'm, half I, I people, love, But wow. I'm, I'm surprised it's not over half. Yeah. Like, I would, I, like, if you would have said, like, 59% of people don't go unless they can have their phone with reception, that wouldn't shock me. But that's the point of camping is going off grid, man. A uh, new survey found that 83% of people who have camped in the past year Take their gadgets along with them when they camp. There's also camping gadgets that you can get. Yeah? Give me an example. You know, you know like a, a backpack that has a solar panel to charge your... <laughs> to charge your, your device? Yeah, your device. And uh, your, your gas burner to cook your food is also connected via Bluetooth to your phone. Uh, here is a list of the most common uh, tech-related things that people do when they're camping. And at the top of the list is use the phone to check the weather well, okay that makes sense number two is googling stuff to do in the area yeah that's fine you know maybe there's a a froth course down the road <laughs> mm-hmm. number three is read the news nah no one of the points of camping is to disconnect just to get yeah. away from yeah. it all yeah. i really just like to get out there so i can read my sunday paper <laughs> Number four is posting photos on social media. I mean, are you really camping if people don't know about it on your social media? <laughs> well, if that tree fell in the woods and you weren't around to take a picture. Number five, and and this one actually makes a lot of sense, using GPS when you go on hikes. Yeah, that's yeah, really smart. That makes I mean, sense. That's actually common sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six is streaming music on your phone or iPad. That I don't mind so much. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have it's, to bring like an old what boombox out, <laughs> or a guitar. Well, yeah, I guess you know, <laughs> singing around a campfire. What if no one plays guitar though? Yeah. 
Buzz is like, well, then I should have been invited. Should have been invited. <laughs> Number eight, playing video games. Well, at that, okay, now that's that's where that's, I put my yeah. foot down. If if you're going camping to play video <laughs> games, go fish. You really don't want to. You don't want to camp. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was. You just you just want to play. Stay home and play video games. Maybe eleven or twelve, and we went camping with my soccer team, and one of my friends had a trailer that had his Super Nintendo in it. And we were all, like, we thought it was so cool. We'll get to play video games while we camp. I think we played it for maybe 15 minutes and then realized, huh, we need to go outside. Like, we like we were like, we're camping for a reason. Like, we could do this at home. Oh, those days are gone. I don't, like, you know, I've got kids that are Oh, they'd be glued Gen to it Z. now. I remember one time we were driving across, you know, some of West Texas is very desolate and spread out. Mm-hmm. And we were driving, and there was this house off in the distance, and there was nothing around for miles and miles. And my daughter must have been like six, and she goes, "Dad, how do how do people do it out here?" And I go, "Do what?" They go, "Live." <laughs> and I go, "Well, you know, they probably have to go into town and get groceries, and you know." And she goes, "No, they must have terrible Wi-Fi." <laughs> <laughs> was her main concern is how do they how do they survive without Wi-Fi yeah and um, there's a term called glamping which I guess is yes. camping but it sounds like what they're saying is camping it's glamorous with camping. with modern uh, conveniences I think but glamping is more of also the style of it mm-hmm. so that's where you're gonna find your yurts and your teepees mm-hmm. and your like it's camping you're ha- hanging tea lights yes and your mattresses that are actually outdoors and i think when i think of glamping that's the kind of style i think of um those there's a lot of camp- campgrounds like that like there's one in marfa called the el cosmico and that's exactly what it is. They have teepees. They have yurts. They no, have, I've seen like, I've seen pictures of those. Yeah, it's really cool. I've I was going to go out to Marfa, and then I looked at like the nightly rates. It's through the roof. You might as well go through the to the Riviera for the uh, prices they want to stay in Marfa. <laughs> DJ Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> Remember DJ Roomba? DJ Roomba. Strapped an MP3 player on top of the uh, little vacuum machine. They call him DJ Roomba. Let's see what else they have to say. Uh, streaming movies. How, how about that? If you went camping, you're out camping, and you're streaming a movie. No, while you're that's camping. the point. You're supposed to be telling stories by the campfire. Or right, whittling is, some wood. This, <laughs> wood. This is the one that seems the most first world to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, the most over the top. Ordering food delivery to your campsite—that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is really that is ridiculous. Hey, do you guys get Postmates out here, we're, guys? We're gonna make s'mores, and then your kids start complaining. Just get Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> they can bring us ice cream. Uh, the survey also found that only forty percent of kids today have cooked marshmallows over a fire. It's been years, but I don't think my kid has. I mean, it's technically not healthy because uh, the carbon. Yeah, it's like if it burns it, yeah, you're carbon love and stuff. Fi- you know, burning yeah, output from the fire. You don't do it every day, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever camped like full on in a tent outside? Yes, sleeping outside. I used to go backpacking. Mm-hmm. 
throughout Colorado. Oh, uh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And you must have enjoyed it if you did it more than once. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, the school I went to had an outdoor education program. So every year starting in kindergarten, you would take another trip. And it would be like one one day trip, then it would be one overnight trip, and then two days, and you know, eventually we did two weeks in Colorado. Camping is an interesting thing. I guess if you live in a, like a country that doesn't have modern conveniences, like camping is kind of what you're doing all the time. Mm-hmm. If you got to go to a river to get your water and stuff, well, I I wonder what they think about. It's us. interesting that you say that because somebody in the uh, chat said that they're a uh, uh, anthropologist. I think that they've studied this before, and that people. In those situations, wonder why that we like to camp. Yeah, it, like why are you choosing? Yeah, to why are you choosing to come out here? <laughs> so, it, like, if bring you, us in there. If if you're a, a a member of a nomadic tribe or you know like an Aboriginal, the, an Aboriginal, uh, you're probably wondering. Wait a minute, you you have a house and, and your water painted. comes right to you, and you leave it to go sleep outside. <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, well, listen, I've kind of stuck my finger in the wind and discovered that people (laughs) want to talk about anything else other than the demise of American democracy, so uh, we'll go ahead and do that. And... um, well, Lisa covered this. In the, did you get to this story in the news? Because Brandon's got a post about it. You could be a poll worker. Yeah. Uh, they need people to work the polls, and they pay money, apparently. They do. It's not a lot. But the thing is, is they actually do need workers. I did this post a few weeks ago. But uh, the problem is, because if you've ever gone to vote, they're all old. So <laughs> they're right in that oh, threshold. Oh, my God. Yeah. The people mm-hmm. the people yeah. that are working the polls are, yeah. are well you know, past retirement age. Exactly. So they're having this issue of people not being uh, able to work. A lot of them are scared uh, to actually be working the polls uh, this year. So uh, some people have done it, and it's been pretty nice. Like a lot of poll workers, uh, their kids are trying to step up. So instead of, you know, letting your mom or your grandma go work the polls, they're substituting and their sons or daughters or uh, grandkids are going and working the polls. But that's still not enough. The amount of poll workers they need is vastly different than the amount they have actually volunteering. So which is really cool is Old Navy actually is going to be uh, paying their workers to go be poll workers. So um, they can go ahead and they'll pay them a full day's salary for them to go out and actually work the polls this year. So that's really cool of them to be doing that. Um, There's a lot of different companies that are also uh, starting to work together on this. Um, There's a lot of different um, initiatives that are working, but this is a serious issue that we're finding is Mm -hmm. that there is not enough poll workers for this year. I mean, my mom was talking about going and doing that, and I'm like, I think you're older than the threshold, so no. I know some ladies that want to be poll workers. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. yeah just trying to get through college. Yeah. Uh, pay off some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joanna, let's throw it over to you. And uh, you were interested with Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Being uh, announced <laughs> as one it. of the stars on Dancing with the Stars. So what is your, what is your, by the way, all this is at BuzzAdamsShow.com. Yeah, it's songs that I need Carol Baskin to dance to while she's on Dancing with the Stars. And now I'm really regretting not putting I Saw Tiger on the list. Do you think there's any chance that she'll actually dance to I Saw Tiger? I really that hope you could really somebody do... there is like, hey, Look, do it'd this. be really great if you did this song. Well, I'm trying to think. They've had to people like on before. Waltz. 
and they've they've done songs that are in references to to things associated with their their career. I, I'm trying to think of one, but it was there have been a couple of cases where it's like, you know, I'm kind of surprised that they agreed to dance to that mm-hmm. song. But if you could definitely do a Paso Doble to uh, <laughs> I Saw a Tiger. Okay, <laughs> I guess. What else do you uh, since you've been gone? Because Joe Exotic is in jail and her husband. Oh, I love is Rainbow. Gone. Since you've been gone. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. What? It's Kelly Clarkson. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson did the Rainbow song no, since, since you've been, been gone. gone. Uh, uh, Man Eater by Hollow Notes. You know okay. Because Man Eater. You know Watch out, boy. She'll eat, eat you up. Here's Whoa, one that here I, she comes. Here's one that I really hope that somebody pitches like, hey, you should dance this one. It's a great song. Cell Block Tango. Oh, yeah. Do we know that song? From uh, Chicago. From Chicago. He had it coming. coming. Okay. Yeah. I got that. Uh, Savage from Megan the Stallion. But I really hope they do that. Carol Baskin. Baskin. Killed her husband. Husband Whacked him. him. Uh, Boss Bitch from Doja Cat. Because Cat. Okay. Doja Cat. And of course, I'm sure they're going to try to pull this one off. Eye of the Tiger. Oh yeah, they're totally doing that one. I, I, I would I would put odds on that they are definitely going to have totally right. dance into Eye of the Tiger. And if not, they're going to be missing out on a big opportunity. All right, so uh, McDonald's is uh, trending in the news, and it's because of a TikToker. Uh, I thought you had to be under 18 to be on TikTok, but this lady is uh, a grandma, and her video has gone viral because it shows uh, this woman, Ali Sherb, who has uh, kept a, a McDonald's hamburger and fries in her closet since 1996 uh i know you're dying to see the video but mcdonald's had a statement about it mm-hmm. they responded to this video but here is uh a- grandmother ali sherber whoa bite it eat it <laughs> looks like a hamburger <laughs> eat it yeah, everybody wants to see her eat it. I'm just surprised people are shocked by this. Because our um our well, health food is supposed to decay. Well, no, our this health was... teacher in high school did this. He had it for a good seven years. And he just left it did on the everybody top. Everybody else have that teacher that's like, I've had this burger for yeah. years. Let me show you what it looks no. like. No, exactly. I never had that, no. No, no, that's I what our health teacher like did. We, I had a teacher one time who told us that if you take a spoon and put it overnight in in a Coke like Coca Cola, uh-huh. it'll dissolve the spoon. And I guess they didn't expect us to actually do it because we went home and did it, and it didn't dissolve it at all. <laughs> <laughs> it will dissolve a tooth though. <laughs> No, uh, are we our health teacher did that. She every year at the beginning of the health class would pull it out and be like, "Here you go. This has been here. I bought it back in nineteen whatever." Oh, and you mean the school didn't provide the hamburgers. No, she just had it. Like it was so funny because she just left on the top of the bookcase, so she would just climb up there and just pull it so down. I think it's fair to to listen to what McDonald's has to say because they've responded to this TikTok. Our bad. They say in the right environment, our burgers, like most other foods could decompose could ha! i think food decomposing is the norm right yeah it's not like that some I kind think of it's ex- could i think it's should 
Um, I, I know that for a lot of fried foods, they, they can last a long time because it they, takes away all the moisture. And they go water. on to say, but in order to decompose, you need certain conditions, specifically moisture. Ah. So I will keep that in mind the next time a loaf of bread in my pantry starts growing mold after two weeks. And then I'll find out who the super soaker ninja sneaking into my pantry at night is, moistening all my bread. Moist. It's Nico. <laughs> this video actually actually makes me feel better about eating food from McDonald's. It shouldn't. Whatever they're putting yeah, in that exactly. look, it shouldn't. Whatever shouldn't, they're putting but... in that food made it last a quarter century. Yeah. It's like without rotten. Yeah, but you're assuming that whatever is preserving that is going to be healthy for you or preserve you. And you're that's damn not, right, I'm assuming. Uh, that. Well, that's a horrible assumption. I used to get bananas, and they bananas would go from being too green to eat to black like within two days. Not even like six hours. You that's why go, I don't eat them anymore. You go to work. I thought you were allergic to them. Yeah, yeah. I also became allergic to them. <laughs> oh no, they my. just spoil too quickly. Wow. If a banana can't stand being exposed to oxygen, I certainly don't want that inside me. <laughs> but okay. I want to I wanted to ask you if you've ever heard of, of a concept called incorruptibility. Because if you haven't, it's super interesting. Incorruptibility is one of the criteria to the Catholic Church no, uses okay. to canonize, to make someone a saint. And this is true. Like, they'll dig up a body after a few decades, and if it's not as rotten as or decomposed as they think it should be, mm -hmm. welcome to sainthood. That's like All a right. sign that you can be a saint. So, Is there a canon involved at any point in this process? McDonald's is like the St. Catherine of Siena of fast food. So if it's if it's good enough you for sainthood, it's Teresa, good enough. St. Mother Teresa, but you went with who? St. Catherine of Siena, I, I, Mother Teresa, I don't think they had to, they never uh, digged her up, dug her up. Just <laughs> digged her up. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go to uh, that extreme, but that was one of the things that they specifically listed for St. Catherine was we dug her up and like she hadn't completely rotted. So uh, well done. Are you saying maybe she had some McDonald's properties to her? <laughs> And Mother Teresa was looking pretty withered at the end there while she was alive. She looked worse than a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Joanna, hit us with some entertainment news before we wrap up this hour. Okay. Let's go with... Uh, yesterday we got the official start date for season two of The Mandalorian yeah! on Disney Plus for October 30th, so you can get your fix of the latest going-ons in the Star Wars universe. Episodes for season two had already completed shooting before the COVID-19 pandemic led to a shutdown of multiple studios. Uh, here's what to expect this season. Among returning actors are Pedro Pascal in the lead role, plus Giancarlo Esposito and Gina Carano, along with the additions of Rosario Dawson as a former oh, Jedi. Right, and right, Ahsoka Tano. And Michael oh. Bine as a bounty hunter. With comedian Bill Burr reprising his season one single episode role as fellow bounty hunter Mayfield. Boba Fett will make his first live action appearance in a Star Wars story since 1983. Episodes will be directed by the likes of Bryce Dallas Howard and Robert Rodriguez. And Timothy Oliphant will be joining the cast as Cobb Vanth. Fans can also look forward to a more in-depth look into the origins and powers of Baby Yoda. I'm telling you, they're going to make Baby Yoda a girl. That'd be pretty cool. Because everybody's assuming it's a boy. Oh, it's a, it's boy, a boy because it's a baby Yoda. Well, no. Do they have genders? I was about yeah. to say, do they have yeah, genders? There was a, yeah, there was, there was a, a female. Lady, there was a female the Yoda. Council. 
in uh, uh, Phantom that Menace. That was just E.T. dressed up as the girl. <laughs> no. Right. no, there was there E.T. Was like, in those movies, though. Yeah, there's a whole E.T. Uh, yeah. dele- delegation what? in the... Uh, yeah, when you get... When they're at the, the Senate, the Senate no, and when they pan Stop. out... I'll, I'll find the picture. You gotta pause it. Yeah, like there's it, little E.T.'s in there. That's why in E.T., when he sees the yard, he's like, home, There's a home. whole fan theory. They, you're way behind on this. There's a whole fan theory that it's a shared universe because there are ETs. Stop. Yeah. Send those links to me. And ETs, uh, they are Asogian. That's, that's, that, that's, that's their planet or race no, or well, whatever. That's their, that's their race. Oh, they don't call themselves ETs? The Asogians. <laughs> sure they do. They go, E.T. <laughs> the Asogians hailed from Brodo Asoji, a planet located in the Perrin sector. Of the Outer Rim Territories. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am shook at it, The screen time is about one second. Yeah. I mean, it's a blip. Pause it. I'm going to look for it. The world continues to mourn the devastating ch- loss of Chadwick Boseman. And for actor Carl Clark Peters, hindsight truly is 2020. During mm. a recent interview with Good, Bri- Good Morning Britain, the actor recalled his first impressions of Boseman on the set of Spike Lee's war drama, The Five Bloods, which released on Netflix in June. He said that, regretfully, he wasn't the most altruistic in that environment. When Peters' wife asked him what it was like working with Bozeman, he said that he thought Bozeman was a little precious. When she asked why, he said he's surrounded by people who are fawning over him. He had a Chinese practitioner who was massaging his back when he walks off set. He had a makeup lady massaging his feet. His girlfriend was there holding his hand, and he was thinking maybe that the whole Black Panther thing got to his head. Peter says that now he understands the health struggles that Bozeman was going through at the time and regrets even having those thoughts while holding back tears. Even the interviewer had to stop him and be like, you didn't know, it's okay. But really, no one knew about the cancer diagnosis, and as it turns out, he really worked hard at keeping it a secret. Outside of his family, he only told a handful of people about it, including his agent, his trainer, a producing partner, and Brian Hegeland. He's the guy who wrote 42, the Jackie Robinson movie. Uh, Chadwick's agent says one of the reasons that he kept it quiet was his mother always taught him to, quote, not have anyone fuss over him. Wow. A so-called source now says that Chadwick was convinced right up until about a week before his death that he would beat his cancer and regain weight in order to film Black Panther 2. Pause it! There you go. This is uh, from the Jedi Council scene in Phantom Menace. (laughs) Joanna is learning this today. Look right there on the lower left. You see the E.T. Those are delegations. No, there's like a really bad glare. Oh, no. I'll look it up myself. I sent it in Skype, so if you got your yeah. Skype open, you can you can take a look at it, too. I'm going to look it up. All right. Uh, With entertainment is, I'm joining Appreciate it. Let's take a break. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Somebody just let us know what Yoda's last name is. Yeah. Hold on. In the chat. Don't. Make sure you got Joanna's attention before you Joanna. say it. Did you, did you know you Yoda it? had a last name? No. Do you want to tell her, Brandon? No, go ahead. What? Lehihu. <laughs> Yoda Lehi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That is uh, Sergio. I'm going to oh, like so Sergio. Oh, In fact, God. I'm going <laughs> to. Now I got to completely change what I'm going to do for the promo today because uh. that was brilliant. Nico's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. Uh. <laughs> great. I'm giving. I'm giving. That's I hardly great. ever pass out like a little heart emoji, but I'm giving Sergio a heart emoji. It's really good. Yes, Dormammu, I have come to bargain. <laughs> what were you going to use 
before the promo already. I bet it was when Lisa was talking about poll worker or people. They need people <laughs> to work the polls. Yeah, that, that was that was one of the. I, I had a couple different, but I think that was going to be the big one. But that one's difficult because they have to be short. Yeah, and that right. one would have taken a pretty lengthy. <laughs> right, because it was up. in context and stuff. Right? No, the one the one that I was probably going to use was when uh, we were talking about people maybe not being able to play guitar while camping, and then you saying, "Well, I should have been invited." <laughs> Well, I should have been invited. I should have been invited. No, this I, is better. I asked Buzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hands down. I asked Buzz the other day to play a song, and I was like, oh, do you know the song? He's like, yeah, I know that song. Really? I can play that on the guitar. And I was like, oh, uh, play it. And he's like, well, I need the music first. <laughs> like, well, to play it in the right key, I need to at least know what key yeah, it starts Yeah, but I thought in, most so. people like just had a, like, no, a catalog I admire, in their head No, I admire people. Like, or, or there are some people that can be just like figure it out. I, I really need to see, if not the music, at least... Tell me what the chords are. Because you guys don't understand, Buzz sings throughout the house like all the time. He's just <laughs> randomly singing to himself. He sings around here all the time. In the shower. He tries to yeah. He tries to sing to me. Look, <laughs> I acknowledge I'm not I'm not a good I'm not even a good guitar player. I'm I'm not. You actually even, no. You're very decent. Uh, but I don't know. I just like sing without any self consciousness. Yeah, without abandon. Yeah. Or with abandon. I sing with abandon would be the correct way to say that. So I got a couple of uh, COVID-19 notes for you here. Target is now promoting waist-up styles for working from home on Zoom. They're I called video that. conference outfits. I was trying to figure out like, what is waist-up. Is that, like, waist is that up? high-waisted? Or? I assumed it was like the Urkel. It's so the only the top. They're they're called video conference outfits, and they include things like shirts, jewelry, hair accessories, lipstick, but no pants. I love it. This leads me to believe that maybe this is targeted toward toward women. Uh, just the stuff that they named. Yeah, jewelry. I was asking. I was asking my daughter if she can just uh, like be in her pajamas, and she said, "No, they're not allowed to be in their pajamas." Oh, for her school. For her on, school. It's online. Yeah. Joanna's nephew ripped off his shirt. He's like, what? No uniform. Yeah. Woo! But is he on a video camera? Yeah. And he took off his shirt? No. No. <laughs> Lisa told the story wrong. Uh, they, was say, he was wearing the uniform and the, the teacher told him, oh, you don't have to wear the uniform if you don't want to. And he was like, perfect. He took off the shirt. He had his pajama shirt underneath. <laughs> nice. 21% of parents ha- say they've already had to change or reduce their work hours because of their kids' school situation. Yeah. We got lucky on that, and this might be the only time you're ever going to hear somebody saying that got, we got lucky that my wife got laid off because she was let go right when all of this hit. Oh, if she hadn't been laid off, you, your kid would we be would try to fi- Yeah, we'd try to figure out, like, we'd have to have somebody there and she's mm-hmm. already in school right now. She's been in school for almost an hour. Thankfully my wife is there. So we'd have to figure out how to balance that. And when you say in, in school, and this is just for the benefit of people at, at, home, at, yeah, home, at online. home, yeah, home yeah, online. You know what you were telling me earlier though, Brandon, was that it's, it's more of a self-contained like course, right? Like it's pretty, she does, well, my kid's able to do now granted, you know, if the grades come out and it's slipping a little bit, we might have to take a different approach, but we have entrusted her and she, and she mm-hmm. just started third grade. 
we've entrusted her to sit at her desk in her room and pay attention. Again, remember, she got busted for singing in the middle of class day one. She didn't realize she wasn't <laughs> muted and just started belting out of something from Hamilton or something from The Greatest Showman. And all of a sudden, the teacher was like, I love it. who's that singing? Has and she been so, hanging around Buzz? No, right? <laughs> oh, man. It's all, it's, I'm telling you, it's all me. By the way, I, I almost am done with Hamilton. Fantastic. I told you, right? Fantastic. You started that months you know ago. What? Now that we're discussing school, though, Buzz, I have to ask your opinion about this. It's a post that we have up on the the KLAQ website. Um, so, the, did you hear that they were giving that they were selling desks from EPISD? Uh, I thought I saw. I saw the headline, and I, it it didn't compel me to read the article. Oh, let me give you the. Those tea were the real ones quick. that they were. Selling was wasn't Socorro giving them away? So Socorro was giving them away to students in the district. So parents could go and pick up one desk per student, and that and they were free. But EPISD they sold a surplus of extra desks. So they had about five or six hundred desks for uh, for sale, and they were giving them to uh, people who wanted them. Now the difference was is that it didn't have to be someone who who. Uh, had a student in the district and it didn't have to be as someone who was a resident of Texas, but they were selling them for $3. What do you think happened after they ran out of desks? After they ran out of the desks, to Like sell? after they sold all the desks. Uh, trying to think of something people would do after buying. People started putting them on eBay. Uh huh. Is that what? Is that people what started was? selling them for like there was some. I have ten dollars, twenty dollars. Dude, I haven't seen them, but I heard some people <laughs> saw them on there for eighty bucks. Eighty. I've seen Whoa. it for eighty dollars. Yeah, and so no, people people are pissed about this right now. They Why? are saying, well, because they're saying like, how dare you, EPISD? How dare you not save them for the students? And they say, and then first of all, they're like, why didn't you give them free to students? Well, first of all, it's Some a law. It's a law. Them, though. Well, no, it's, it's how a is it a law? Uh, so What's the law? The since they were bought with tax money, because it's for a, a public school district, they cannot give them away. They have to sell them, even if it's so for how did a small amount. It it's in the Wesley it. Willis song. Don't sell. Uh, don't give away student desks. It's against the law. <laughs> I think for Socorro, I think because they're loaning them out, so I don't think they're oh, actually they're giving gonna them. Oh, they're going to get them back. Yeah. But now, does do do either one of the districts require that the students be seated at one of their desks? Uh, no, these are just for for parents who want to have a workstation, or if they can't, you know, they haven't been able to set up a workstation for their for their child. They can take they can purchase a desk so that their kid has somewhere where he or she can work from from at home. But people are upset oh, about it. Everybody's this? got a table or something at home. You, but you know what? Actually, you don't know that. And that's the thing that is very difficult because a lot of kids and a lot of uh, people are saying, hey, this is a time for uh, a lot of kids need to learn how to be respectful because there's some kids that probably are embarrassed about where they live or their home. There was a local story about a kid who um, the the teacher had to call a CPS because of an incident that was happening on camera while they were trying to teach the class. So um, not everybody has that luxury of a parent that can afford a desk or um, all the school yeah, supplies. But I'm saying there's a table or something that you could set up. You don't know that. Remember the little girls at Taco Bell? They didn't have Wi-Fi, and so they were sitting on the ground with their mom's phone out, and that's how they were trying to do class. Yeah, but that wasn't because they didn't have a table. It was because they didn't have Wi-Fi to get online. Oh, she's saying there's things that people don't have. It yeah, I, I'm and, just saying, and a table I, I, is something that... I don't think I'm going too far out on a limb here by saying that almost everybody has a surface in their in their dwelling. 
Have you seen this, some bachelor guys' like apartments where they have only like a TV and couch? I saw Ron Jeremy's and they have apartment kids. and it didn't look oh like God. he had any table. And trust me, those bachelors probably have kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Milk crates, baby. Milk crates. Yeah. So this is, but they were uh, selling these and some people are upset about it. But I, I did a, a post asking like, hey, do you think people should be feel bad for it because they are fighting on Facebook about this. I mean, Joanna and I have had some popcorn and just watching this That's happen. That's great. Wait, so they're mad at the school district or they're mad about at the people the who people. bought them and, and resold them? I think they're mad at everyone. They're mad at everyone, really, because I've seen them blame the, the district for doing that. Because now that's giving people the opportunity to sell these desks for yeah, $80. But, all right, what are they going to do for desks? When, when uh, school's back this in. This was a surplus. Oh, no, this was oh, surplus. Okay. This right. was a surplus sale. They're giving away they the last of the chairs. Still, they, they say it's a surplus now, but guaranteed in two years, they're going to be like, oh, we're running out of desks. Yeah, we need more desks. We need more desks. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it is, but it is interesting just to see, because, I, I mean, and if anyone has I get, I'll opinion, tell you this, I have no problem in. with somebody buying a desk for $3 and reselling it if they can get $80 for it. You know what that's called? Capitalism. Capitalism. Yeah, there's a uh, one woman who said that too. She's like, I'm so disappointed in people. They were selling desks for three dollars. We got there at seven a.m. The line was really long, so then we thought we'd walk up there and get one. Uh, we ended up getting an auction and got some. And uh, did they limit how many desks you could buy? Yeah, I think they did. They did, but the auction apparently was by the pallet. So this person says they bought two pallets, picked up the uh, merchandise. Pallets of desks. Sold mine already for $15 each. My mom tried to sell her pallet and she was verbally attacked, even threatened. People called her trash. Uh, <laughs> we paid for the pallets and it's nobody's business how much we paid for them, whether it was five or $500. And there's already a hundred comments underneath this of people just going at it. I, yeah, it's not the worst thing I've ever, it's far from the worst thing I've yeah. ever heard of. Let's, yeah, I see one here, I mean, a school look, desk for $80 on sale in El Paso, not from this woman, but from someone else. Also welcome to 2020, school desk fights. <laughs> Dude, right? <laughs> there's Who a, knew? There's a meme going around social media, and if anybody can bring something up real quick and share, it's uh -huh. called the Blissfully <gasps> Unaware Meme. I found mine, it's so sad. Oh so, no! Yeah. Let me define it. Uh, blissfully unaware is you post pictures from January and February. What were you doing before you knew I'll that everything was about to, to go my... off the rails? You know, I, I forgot completely what I was doing in the, that time period, but then I, I just remembered um, marijuana. Face, Facebook. No. <laughs> no. No. I can still remember other things. Okay. Like prices. I'm going to send you mine. On, it's from Twitter. Blissfully I, I think, unaware. I think my blissfully unaware picture is me at Meow Wolf back in February. Uh -huh. I'm having a ball. Joanna letting the fireball, <laughs> Joanna letting the fireball take over. Is, is this me. yours, Lee, this, uh, Joanna? This is mine. What this is, is yours it? on From Twitter? February. It's me at Epic. Just having a good old time. Aw. You look so happy. I know. I was so blissfully unaware. She's all, I miss the lights. Justin Underwood commented, it's like when Netflix opens. <laughs> Except it's Joanna. <laughs> Is that one of those Molly parties that you're at? No, it's a club. Okay. <laughs> one of those Molly parties? She just wants to know if the Go-Go's miss her as much I liked your answer earlier. You said you're, bliss you <laughs> you're blissfully unaware would have been if you had a picture of you packing to go to Disneyland. Yep. Oh. I had already packed. I had already bought all this stuff for the person who was going to take care of my cats. Remember, that was the whole I conversation was, that week. Is is Joanna just going to say, screw it and brave it? And 
I had already bought every. I was already on my way home after buying all the stuff for my cats, and then we got the news. You told your grandpa, sorry, you're not going? Yeah, and he was like, oh, well, what's for dinner? <laughs> Lisa, what would your blissfully unaware post be? What I were you doing in February, January? I don't know. I was trying to think about this. I was going through them, and... I don't read e- the post you read earlier. I thought that was perfect. Oh, that was really sad. Yeah. <laughs> I right. mean, this is supposed to be a photo, but if like you, you could get some that screenshot that one. Oh, man. I can't. You know what? It's, it's, I saw someone put it on Facebook and I agreed with it, but it was like, I hope in 2020 that restaurants won't be as loud, or maybe I'm just old. And then and my wish came true. You. Look what I did. Look, look what, what I did. Look what you did. <laughs> Brandon? Mine is a picture that I took of the screen of Rage Against the Machine tickets. Oh, where it says annoying. general public on sale starts today at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Jeez. I mean, I got them. That would have been yes, uh, February, February 13th. 13th. That would have yeah. been a Thursday. My Meow Wolf is from February 14th. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? We had such high hopes for 2020. Yeah. I well, just, I nobody. You no, know, now they do say hindsight is twenty twenty, and obviously this has not worked out as well as we had hoped. This is yeah. awful hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah, this is a sad meme. I know. Look <laughs> at how happy I look there. I, oh. wrote, I wrote my Hello, my uh, the thing I put with the picture said I said the countdown is coming to an end just four hours before Rage Against the Machine tickets go on sale. Keep your fingers crossed, Shim, because this thing is gonna sell out quick. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Well. You might want to post that, uh, the blissfully unaware meme. You were talking about uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away, <laughs> and I, yes. I, I just wanted to bring this up because... Yeah, thanks for re-reminding us, buddy. Jeez. There's a, a petition that's going on to, to get a statue of Chadwick Boseman in his hometown of Anderson, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And specifically, they want to replace... And this is what the story said, a racist Confederate statue. And I thought, well, okay, uh-huh. who, who's it of? So I looked it up, and it's like, oh, okay, it's it's right in front of Town Hall. It, it, it definitely needs to go. But it doesn't have, like, a, a statue of any specific Confederate. But then I looked at the, I don't know what you, the words on the, on the bottom of the monument. It's like, oh, there's the problem. <laughs> So it's got a little poem at the bottom of the Confederate monument. Listen to this. Let this soak in for a second. It says, The world shall yet decide in truth's clear, far-off light that the soldiers who wore the gray and died with Lee were in the right. It's a pro-Southern so, poem. No, not only pro- pro-Southern, but it's like, Oh, as time goes by, you're going to see. You're going to realize we were right. We here. were on the right side of this whole slavery thing. Now, the interesting thing is, I bet you that that statue wasn't put up in the 1870s or the 1880s. I bet they put that statue up in the 1920s or 30s or 40s. And yeah, that's one that should definitely be replaced with T'Challa. If they do a yeah. statue of Chadwick Boseman, do we agree? Yeah, it needs to mm-hmm. be like fully in the. Black Panther costume. And I'm telling you, yeah. they they have that statue mm-hmm. that was out in front of the Carolina Panther Stadium that was of the owner 
with two Panthers on a leash, they need to just transport the Panthers, and then all you got to do is get the Chadwick Boseman, and you're golden. From this image search, I've also learned they have another statue in Anderson, South Carolina, and it is of James Radio Kennedy. That is the uh, character that Cuba Gooding Jr. played in radio. So I guess... uh, Wait, who did he play in radio? Oh, radio. He played radio in radio. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We doing uh, like we did yesterday with the breaks, or we got a full boat? No, you got a full boat today. I want to go back and talk about, you said you saw Hamilton, and it really is fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. So I'd heard about it. You know, it's like when everybody says something is so great, after a while, you start like, okay, okay. how good? Right, okay. come on. I, I feel you on that Calm one. Calm down a little. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I finally saw it when it came to Disney+. Plus. It uh-huh. was like, oh my God, it's even better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's just flipping amazing. Hey, yeah, you can I admit you, when you're wrong, boo. I like it. You were like, you were overselling it. Both my wife and daughter were. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, like, I'll eventually get to it. Like I was planning on watching it regardless, but... And I still haven't even finished it. I think I still have like maybe 20, 30 minutes to go. Uh-huh. But that's been amazing. When that came out, it must have been like 2015, maybe 2014. I just remember your daughter kept wanting to go see it. And you're like, oh, yeah, she keeps asking me for these Hamilton oh, tickets. Now you wish they're so expensive. They, they were so hard to get. <laughs> also, you know, every time they talked about it, they talked about how it's, you know, there's this list and people can't get in and people try and pull favors, whatever they can do. to. And, I'm, you know, when you hear that, I'm like, Okay, it's just singing and dancing. Oh, it's so much more, folks, than singing or dancing. <laughs> so much more. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to uh, bring up is Brandon showed me the uh, the panther statue that they have in... No, they, no, it's not up there anymore. Oh. Remember, this is the owner that was kind of unceremoniously dethroned. This was Carolina Panthers, and in the middle of it, I, th- <laughs> I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was Jimmy Johnson just because <laughs> of the hair, right? Yeah. It totally does. It and I should like have him. known better because Jimmy Johnson's hair is way harder than that, probably. Yeah. But uh, it's got these Panthers, and they happen to be cast in in black metal, so it, they are Black Panthers. So they got rid of this, meaning they're sitting in storage somewhere. That's what they need to do for Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Put T'Challa in the middle of those Black Panthers and put that in place of the Confederate statue in Anderson, yeah. South Carolina. I I kind of needed to see it for it to click. I told you. For me. I mean, it's yeah, pretty it's cool perfect. looking, right? And uh, one of our regular uh, commenters, maybe it was Antonio, but uh, somebody said we need to do like a Mount Rushmore of characters Chadwick Boseman has played. I think, oh, that's. That's kind of real easy to do. So you do definitely T'Challa. You do Jackie Robinson. Yeah, T'Challa. Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. And I'm going to suggest James Brown. James Brown. I I don't know if you guys saw that movie, but he really knocked that one out of the park. But not even just that, but just also his daughter, James Brown's daughter, said that he came over to the house. He would try on James Brown's old outfits. He would go and do a 12-hour workday um, doing the movie and then go back to James's house and go re- continue researching, continue going through his things. And she said, she's like, he spent so many hours just trying to embody my father the best way that he could. And she's like, I can never repay him for how much effort he put into it. And that's kind of what he did with all his movies. So, yeah, I think that's an easy Mount Rushmore. Those four, he played very influential characters. And he's great. Um. 
it's it's come out that uh, he really kept it to a small circle of people who knew first of all that he was sick mm-hmm. and second of all how serious it was and they said that even at the very end Chadwick Boseman still was convinced that he could he could beat this thing but they they said who who was it that said it his agent or his wife or somebody said that he the people at Marvel Studios didn't know Joanna knew that story. I did. I, th- I think it was. Yeah, it was only a few handful of people that just, knew. So, you know, when somebody is uh, gets a, a bad diagnosis, you know, like a stage three or stage four cancer or some kind of terminal diagnosis, when they draw attention to it uh, mm-hmm. to raise awareness, I respect that. You know, I think that's a really courageous yeah. thing to do. But when somebody decides that, hey, this is a private matter, I don't want attention drawn to me what did you say in the report that his, uh, his, his mom, mother always taught him don't let people make a fuss of don't me. make a fuss yeah i respect the hell out of that right too, yeah. so it's the buzz adams morning show podcast brandon you wrote about this uh the privately built border wall ah yes that it was did. put up by a group calling itself we build the wall they just well, said wall. They didn't say a properly built wall. Yeah, so, you know, we build the wall. They did what they said, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did build a wall. <laughs> yeah. But it's already fallen down. Oh, no. But that's probably what happens when you divert millions of dollars uh, and use it to buy a yacht and pay off credit card debt and stuff, which is what is alleged to have happened. So. <laughs> Uh, independent engineers have investigated the uh, border wall, the privately built part of the border wall th- that's right along the Rio Grande. This is the one down in Mission. So this is like in the valley. But I, I've got to think they probably built the one that's here in El Paso with the same company and similar materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a matter of when. It's not a matter of if, but when it's going to fall down because it's just not structurally sound. That is a new engineering report is out. It cites numerous deficiencies in the three-mile border fence. So, yeah, they're definitely talking about the one down in uh, the valley. Built this year by North Dakota-based Fisher Sand and Gravel. Uh, The reports uh, say that the structure was in danger of overturning uh, earlier this year due to extensive erosion. And if not fixed and properly maintained, it's definitely coming down soon <laughs> on its own. Yikes. Donations that paid for part of the border wall are part of an indictment against members of the We Build the Wall nonprofit, which raised more than $25 million to help President Donald Trump build a wall. I think uh, after it came out that that the wall was eroding and was going to fall down, Trump distanced himself from it. It's like, oh, I wish they, they only did it to make me look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Steve Bannon only did it to make you look bad. Former uh, Trump chief strategist Steve Bannon and We Build the Wall founder Brian Colfage, two others, are, have, were connected, uh, are accused of siphoning donor money to pay for their personal debt. Uh, in the case of Colfage, he, he bought a yacht. And uh, Bannon has said that he's innocent and the charges uh, are just to smear the build the wall construction. But that would certainly make sense. Like why is it so why is it so shoddy? Well, because they weren't they weren't using all the money for it. They were cutting a few corners there. 
I got to tell you, I, pe- people might be surprised to hear this, but I, I guess I kind of feel sorry for the people who got ripped off. You know, you'd, be, you'd feel sorry for like an older person if some televangelist got him to send in money they couldn't afford to send for his BS, right? Mm-hmm. I, I see it as kind of similar. Somebody, somebody tricked some pe- probably older people to send in money and they fell for it. And if you feel bad for, you know, older older folks who get ripped off by scams, you ought, to, you ought to feel bad for the ones who got ripped off by this thing. But what if you don't feel bad about <laughs> old people getting ripped off at all? Well, I don't really I don't, feel I bad. I'm an, saying that I feel bad, bad to, to try and make myself feel better about not feeling <laughs> bad. <laughs> Take care. We will uh, talk to you tomorrow, 5 a.m. So long.